I'm Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I've devoted some of my time to investigating the truths that often elude us. What made that sound in the woods? What's that light in the sky? Why is it so cold in here? We'll find the answers to these questions and so much more on... Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I am Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, the titular host of this podcast, and also the titular host of the radio show called Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, that this podcast was made to present to you years after it was on radio. And it's... This is getting confusing because both shows have the same title exactly and the same host. So sometimes when I'm talking about the podcast and or or the radio show, people get confused and don't know which one I'm talking about. And also, um, I guess because there's only like 10 people out there right now listening to this, that most people get confused just because they have no idea what I'm talking about either way. So... They, I get weird looks when I'm at Denny's, but this episode that I'm of the radio show that I'm going to be playing for you today on this episode of the podcast show comes from January 5th, 1980. It's the first episode that we broadcast in, in the year 1980, and for the topic that night was the future and I talked to a professor from a college and he was also a futurist and he gave us some ideas of things that might happen in the future and I got some stuff to say about that because now we're in the future the years this is also the first podcast episode of the year 2020 if you can believe that crazy uh so I got things to say about his predictions, but I'll get into that after the radio show. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's get right into it, and I will press play. And I'd like to be this boy, uh, tell him, boy, stop your complaining. The girl's gone from your life, of course, but the, and you will be sad, of course you'll be sad, but you pull up your pants. And you move forward yeah. with your life. Oh, oh yeah, well, that sounds like good solid advice yeah. when you got a broken heart. And you don't do all this whining about the girl all the time yeah. in the yeah. music. They're always whining about the girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's true, but yeah. Of course. So, uh, so, all right, well, we're getting to the end of the show, but I've been wondering yeah. why, what, are you, what are you doing here in Wisconsin? Oh, I have come here on a special trip. Uh, because your fine land here in Wisconsin is known for its fine Bavarian sources. Oh, yeah. Very authentic. And I thought I would come here and get some. Oh, you're homesick for that sausage that you get there where you're from? Yes. Austria? They, yeah, Austria? Yes. I I am not from Bavaria. Uh, oh, no, of course not. I'm from Austria. But I was uh, very interested in uh -huh. getting some Bavarian sausage. Uh, because it's juicy, oh, okay. it's a very distinctive flavor, yeah. and I have heard that here in Wisconsin, you have very authentic yeah. German sausage. Yeah, oh yeah, I'd say I'd say so. And yeah. I, I'm in training, you see, oh, yeah. I'm training right now for a big 
for a motion picture role. Oh. And I will be acting in the film of the Conan the Barbarian. Oh, Conan the Barbarian. I, I see those comic books at the newsstand. Oh, no. No, no. Not this comic book nonsense. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm talking about uh, the original yeah. novels. Robert E. Howard, oh, and of okay. course, uh, heavily influenced by the wonderful artwork of Mr. Frank Fazetta, who so perfectly captures the, the muscular tone that yeah. I am building in my training to oh. bring together uh, onto the screen the look and the feel yeah. of the, oh, right. the muscles of iron and steel oh. and the oil uh-huh. and the flexing in the light. Oh, all right. Well, thanks so much for calling, Arnold. The power of Kukona. Yeah. With his mighty blade of the crown. The crown. to the sky. Oh, okay. All right, Arnold. Well, thanks for calling in, buddy. Yes, of course. Good night. All right. Good night to you. Well, Alvin, what do you think of that? We got Mr. Universe, Mr. Olympia himself. Arnold Schwarzenegger calling in, taking a trip here for some sausage. What do you think? I just, I'm a little confused, because yeah. I saw that movie about the Hercules guy, yeah. and he sounded completely different there uh, from in the movie. He sounded like, in the movie, he sounded like a guy, he's like, hi, how you doing, I'm Mr. Hercules. Yeah. And here he's like, hi, well, well, you know, they, uh, they overdubbed his voice for that movie. No. Oh, okay, okay, well, that explains it. Uh, yeah. well... Oh, well, well I, I think this was a good show. Yeah, it was. I, I can't wait to see what happens next week. All right, Elvin, I'll see you next week. Yeah, night. okay. All right, I'll see you next week. All right, uh, night, everyone. All right, night, Elvin. All right, everyone. Well, that takes brings us takes us to another ending, ending of uh, Score Talk. All right, well, we'll see you next week. Good night, everyone. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I am your host, Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, and tonight we have a really neat episode, I think. Uh, this is the first new episode of the new year, and the first episode of a whole brand new decade. That's right, we're moving on from the 1970s and on into the 1980s. Now, I for one think the 70s were pretty darn great. I mean, sure, we had that Watergate and the whole Nixon thing and stuff, and like uh, Vietnam, you know, was still going on for a while. And, I mean, I got into my share of fistfights at the gas station, too, but I think that this decade we just finished up also gave us some wonderful things that I think will forever change the face of our culture for the better. 
I mean, we got Jaws and Godfather and Star Wars if you're in the movies, or, you know, if you listen to this show, probably even better for you, the movie would be Close Encounters. I love that movie. And we got, like, Skylab up in space, even though they were doing some fishy things up there, and I'm sure we all know. And uh, the pocket calculator, I got one of those. And we had that, well, that little redhead kid who looks like an old man, but he was in all those commercials and on Mike Douglas all the time. We had that guy. And, uh, you know, I think of all these things, my favorite invention of the 1970s by far was disco music. I don't know anyone who doesn't like disco music, and I personally cannot wait to see where this amazing new style of music goes in this decade to come. But, you know, tonight... We aren't just going to sit around talking about all this stuff that we all just live through. That would be a huge waste of time and not really fit into the format of the show anyways. So, what we're going to do tonight is we are going to look forwards to the future and imagine what, what we might see happening not only this decade to come, the 1980s, but past that. And on to the turn of the century and the next millennium, all the way to the future time of the year two. 2000. <laughs> and to help us with this imagining, imagining about the future is going to be Professor Harry Millips of the University of Southern South Dakota in Yankton, South Dakota, and he will be talking to me on the phone tonight. He's what they call a futurist, which is someone who looks at the way things are now and what they think is like important and is going to be affecting the future, and then they come up with ideas of what we might be able to expect from that future and I know some of you right now I'm thinking of you Carrie and Donovan I know you're out there you're getting ready to call in and you're going to complain about how we just did an episode about robots a few months ago and we're just repeating ourselves and stuff but you know don't worry we won't be focusing too much on robots tonight again uh but you know, hey, when when you're talking about the future, you know, there's going to be some robots in there somewhere. It's unavoidable. So if you don't like it, just turn that dial somewhere else, man. I mean, anyway, this is going to be a fascinating topic, I think, and I'm sure you will all enjoy it very much. Uh, so let's take our first quick break for tonight, and we'll come right back after this commercial break and get right to it with our special guest, Mr. H- Professor Harry Millips from the University of Southern South Dakota. We'll be right back. This is Razor from Straight Razor Records, 1731 West Center Way. This week I'm getting rid of all the new wave of pop. All you have people have asked for this crap, so I got some in. But I'm sick of seeing poofy haired men with eye makeup in my store, so now I want this shit out of here. Let's see what we got here. We got talking heads, tell it to my ass. The cure, I hope you get cancer. The police, fucking pigs. It's all half off, so come get this shit out of my store. That's Straight Razor Records. Gum. 
Welcome back, everyone, and how about that neat music, huh? That's a little record from an Italian disco troupe called Discoteca Vesuvius. Anyway, before we get into the show, I have to clear something up. Um, uh, before we went to the break, uh, I told some of you out there that um, maybe you should uh, turn the dial to something else. Well, my producer just reminded me of what the station manager said to me the last time I told my audience something like that. So uh, please, please don't change the station. Just stick with us, and no matter what it is, I'm sure you're going to have a fun and informative night tonight. So, okay, hopefully that'll keep Martin off my case next week. Well, as I said in the opening, tonight's episode is a look into the future of tomorrow with futurist Professor Harry, Harry Millips of the University of Southern South Dakota. And I'll be talking to him in a minute, but... Before we get to that interview, I want to remind you that we will also be taking calls tonight. So, if you have any questions for the professor about the future, give us a call at the usual number is 414 And now, yes, we yeah, we got Professor Millips on the line with us. So, let's get into it. Hello, professor. How are you doing tonight? Um, oh, hi, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem, sir. Um, well, as I just told the radio audience, you are what they call a futurist. Isn't that correct? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, the university where you teach, they offer classes on futurism? Uh, no, no, actually, I, I am a professor there, but I'm not a professor of futurism. That is just something that I engage in on my own time, based on my own uh, separate interests. Oh, okay, all right. So, well, what what are you a professor of then? Oh, oh I teach uh, courses in both hotel and restaurant management and cosmetology. Oh, okay. Well, that man, that sounds like an unusual curriculum you, that you offer there at USSD. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Well, we offer courses in high school. TV repair, computer programming, electrician, animal care specialist, auto mechanics, oh. bookkeeping, legal assistant, medical office assistant, so, so cosmetology, gun repair, hotel restaurant management, electronics, or you can get your associate's degree in business management or accounting. Oh, oh, okay. oh wow. Well, now cosmetology, what's that all about? Is that like studying space and stars, stuff like that? Oh, no, no, no. It's actually the practice of beauty treatments. You know, like uh, like cutting hair and you learn to do makeup, manicures safely, that kind of thing. Makeup? I and specialize ma in teaching makeup application theory. Oh. oh, okay. All right, well, yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting, too. But, of course, you know, the real reason that you're here tonight is with us on the phone uh -huh. um, is that you're going to look into your crystal ball or whatever <laughs> you do to see the future, and you're going to see into this new oncoming decade of the 1980s and beyond and to give us an idea of what we might be able to expect in the future. <laughs> no, Joe, no, I, I don't use a crystal ball or any mama jubba like that to see the future. Oh, okay. Well, well how do you see the future then? Well, I'm not. I'm not really seeing the future. No. I'm using my expertise that I've developed in a lot of different fields over the years, such as technology, many of the various sciences, and computer programming, to name a few. And I just kind of think what I think is going to happen. I, I imagine it, and oh. based on it, it's more of an educated guess. 
Oh, okay. All right, so you're you're more like Jimmy the Greek, um, rather than say like Karnak the Magnificent. Yeah, right? exactly. That's exactly it. Oh, okay. All right. So I guess uh, to start us off, then I want to ask you about the thing that I'm the most curious about because it's deep, it's dear to my soul. Uh huh. What is the future of music going to be like? And at the risk of tipping my hand a bit here. Um, I'll add, how much more popular is disco music going to get in, in this near future decade? And how long will it reign as the most popular music in the history of the human race? Oh, well, okay. well Joe, I, I hate to break it to you. What? Um, I just, but I just don't see disco music as being really that big in the future, to be honest. You, you shut your damn mouth, sir. What? I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, Joe, but, you know, disco is kind of... It's kind of already losing its steam, no, don't you think? No, it's no, sir. I would not say so, and I think you should watch what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, but didn't you see that thing a few months ago where they blew up all those disco records at, uh, at the baseball you, stadium? You, oh, you better believe I saw that mockery of decency. Uh, but you know, give me a break. That batch of miscreants and simpletons—that's just a bunch of anti-disco thugs and fascists. Trying to keep all us culture Joe, people from Joe. enjoying our music, magic of disco music in our souls. Joe, Joe I'm, so, I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't mean to upset you, know? Oh. I'm, but, I, you know, I'm just, I got to tell it the way I see it going, you know? Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I like to book it down as much as the next fella, I tell you that, right? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. we all do. Yeah, of course. I'm sure there will be a lot of disco in the music in the future, too, you know? It's just, I, I just don't think it's going to be the biggest music around, like you, like you're asking. Yeah, all right, all right. But well, then what is going to be the biggest music in the future? Oh, oh lots of stuff. But, um, yeah. you know, some of it you can't even imagine right now. I mean, not even me. But, ha- but, hey, have you heard this new music that the black kids are making now called the hip-hop rapping? Yeah, yeah I've heard that. What, I think that's going to be the biggest stuff ever in a few years. Really? Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, you know, judging by all the long-haired rock and roll type people we always got oh. around now, oh, yeah. I think there's even going to be the music out there where the only thing that matters is how big the hair is on the people making it. Big hair music? Oh, yeah. Well, that's just my opinion, uh, specifically as a professor of cosmetology. But oh, I think okay. we got a lot of, um, also going to have a lot of music made with computers. Computer? Computer yeah. music? Yeah. Who the heck would want to listen to a bunch of bleeps and blurps? <laughs> well, you know, and then once the computers get smart enough, I think we're even going to have music made by computers. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, Professor. I, I think that's enough about music. You know, I think okay. we can move on there because, you know, I don't, I don't mean this personally, but I don't really know if you know what you're talking about when it comes to oh. music because I, I know about music, and I don't. None of that sound makes sense to me at all. So that, that's fine. That's fine. That's your opinion, and. That's okay. Okay, all right. Well, so then let's move on to something else, shall sure. we? And That's also good. to you listeners out there, remember, uh, if you have any questions for the professor, give us a call at 414-555-5553. And uh, speaking about pr- computers, professor, how about we move on to a topic that I think a lot of my listeners are going to care about, which is computers. You know, okay. I saw a computer show on the TV the other week. Yeah. And... They said someday we're all going to have computers in our houses. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe, right right now, if you wanted to, you could go out and get a computer for your house right today. What? Seriously? Like right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's what? There's the Apple, 
and the pet. And, and the, wait, hold on, hold on a second. Okay, now it just sounds like you're talking gibberish again because I know what those things are, and those are not computer things. Oh yeah, of course they're computer things. They're, those are the really? names of just the names of a couple of different type of home computers you could go get right now. And, you know, I saw them a lot of places. Even Radio Shack has their own computers. Wow, that's amazing, uh, Professor. You know, but I don't. I don't know if I could fit a big giant computer in my house. You know, I oh, I saw a couple movies. I saw that Forbin Project movie. Oh yeah. And I saw. Um, Do you ever see Desk Set with no. Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn? No, I, I saw that. In those movies, the computers, they're big giant things that take up. Huge, big, giant rooms. Well, yeah, like a big mainframe computer is pretty um, big. So, like, how big are home computers? Like, I don't know, the size of a car or something? Oh, no, no, they're they're quite a bit smaller than that. What, like a refrigerator? Oh, no, no, they're just, they're kind of a box that usually sits underneath a relatively small TV set. What? Which they call the monitor, but... Well, I know what I'm doing tomorrow morning. I'm headed over to Radio Shack. I could definitely fit another small TV set in my house. Oh, yeah, but, you know, in the future, um, t the computers are going to be way smaller than that, even. What? Like, what? Like, how small? Well, like, small enough to, I don't fit in your pocket, even. Well, that that just sounds ludicrous. I couldn't fit a TV in my pocket. When do you, when do you think that's going to happen? Well, I would say by 1987. <laughs> well, that seems kind of precise. I have recorded it. Um, okay, but um, like, what what will they do in the future? The computers. I mean, what I don't even know what a computer does right now. What do they do right now? Well, I they, think about that before I go spend a lot of money on one. Yeah, yeah, that, you probably should. But um, well, right now a computer can do things like create a data spreadsheet or keep yeah. records. If you got a business, they they would help out a lot. And um, you can write letters, mm -hmm. stories on it using a word processor program. Or you could even just write your own computer programs if you learn how. Well, I mean, ex excuse me, Professor, but that all sounds like yawn central to me. <laughs> well, they could also play games. Oh, okay. Well, now we're talking. Uh, what kind of games can you play? You know, because you know, I tried that Space Invaders game that they got at the bowling alley, and that game, that game cheats. You know, the more you shoot those little bugs, the faster they go. And then it gets real hard, and you lose your quarter. you got to put another quarter in after a couple of times. Well, And I didn't really have much fun doing that. Uh, that's too bad, but, uh, well, home computer games right now, they're kind of simple. A oh. lot of them, um, they're at least more simple than those big video game units. But uh, okay. in the future, I think people are going to have computers that are dozens, if not hundreds of times more advanced. And uh, they'll be able to use them to play ultra-realistic uh, recreations of the real world, and they'll do it in, it, in an entirely artificial environment that created around them that I think might be called the Simu-World. Simu-World? Yes. Uh, where, where is that going to be? Well, it's going to... You know, if you're talking about recreating the whole world, you got to have a lot of room to do that. Well, no, no, Joe. It won't be anywhere in the real world. What? It will only exist... Um, Inside the computer, uh, like on all the tapes and chips and stuff, it's not actually going to be a real world. But, but how how do you get there? Well, you you wear a special electronic bodysuit that recreates all the sensations of you being in the world, and okay. then everyone will have electronic eyes implanted at birth that oh, will allow them ooh. to see it. Well, that that sounds a little scary. I don't know how much I like that. 
putting electronic eyes on little babies? Well, we'll get used to it, you know. But And everyone's computer okay. will be connected to one another. Really? So that you can play those games with other people all over the whole real world. Oh. And uh, this will be called the CompuInfo Mesh, which is a phrase that I've trademarked, just to let you and your listeners know. And it will involve okay. all of our computers being connected by wires. Wires? Okay. All right, well, but wh okay, when is all this going to happen then? Okay, well, I predict that the Simu world, and I also trademarked that, by the way, will exist before 1992. Oh, that soon, huh? Yes, and but I think it will take a little longer for the CompuInfo mesh um, to come around. Okay. Maybe not until 2023 or 2024. Oh, oh man, why? Why is that? Why so long? Well, you know, it's... A lot of wires to hang around the world. Oh, okay. I have foretold it. Also, oh. eventually, I predict by 1997, computers will grow so smart that one of them will become alive, and oh. it will decide that we, the human race, are its greatest enemy, Wait. and that we must be destroyed. 1997? And that will begin the atomic robo-war of the 1990s where the computer brain makes robots that are designed specifically just to kill human beings. But, uh, wait, wait, and so you said the, the CompuNet thing yeah, won't Compu be around until mesh. the 2020s. How, how is that even possible, though, if we all get killed by atomic bombs and robots in the 1990s? But I never said that we'd all die or that we would lose the atomic robo-war. I didn't say that. Th Oh, okay. Also, these, you know, these predictions aren't all dependent on one another. They're just like, you know, some of them might happen, some might not. The, so, you know, give me a break here. I can't predict everything. The, all right, sorry. But, I mean, can you predict anything, really? Yeah, well, what do you think I've been doing here? I oh, mean, okay, all right, sorry. Um, all right, well, how about this? How about we're going to take a break okay. and, go, and go to commercial break. That's good, And uh, when we get back, we'll ask you a little bit more, but then we're going to take start taking callers, okay? okay. So callers, if you want to get in on this, you got to dial the number. It's 414-5-3, and then you can ask your questions to Professor Harry Mills. And, uh, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Um, how long is the commercial break going to be? Oh, oh, I don't know. It's a couple, just a couple of commercials. It's not too long, okay. but it, you know, it isn't like two seconds. Or okay, because you know, I gotta run to the the little futurist room, if you know what I mean. And oh, okay. I, I just want to know if I have time, but I think I I gotta go anyway. No, so yeah, I'll it's just fine. Just take this just go. Thing. I don't want okay. you to I don't want you to make a mess there. All right, all right, all right, right everyone. We'll be right back after this break. Lashandra, and this week at Lashandra's Fine Clothing, we're having a clearance sale on some overstock. Half off all Norwegian double-coated slim coats, and 75% off all our patchwork three-piece nightlife suits in both the suede corduroy linen and corduroy polyester crimpling combos. So come see us in the Corporal Neil Schmidt's Memorial Shopping Plaza, and we promise we'll make you look amazing. Break and breaker, everyone. This here's Magic Stand. Telling you that whether you're driving a bulldog, a bullfrog, or a Buster Brown, you better come on down to CB Center, your one stop and done CB Radio Warehouse. 
whatever you need, we'll be sure to save you some real green stamps. So make your way on down to Old Center Road, just past Route 18, and pull your rig on in where you see the big old orange gorilla on the side. CB Center, that's a big 10-4. Okay, everyone, welcome back from that break, and we're still talking to Professor Harry Millips, who is a professor at the University of Southern South Dakota, and he is also what is called a futurist, which is a person who knows lots of stuff and then uses that knowing of stuff to figure out what the future might be like and tell us all so that we can plan for it. We're going to talk about one more topic of interest that I wanted to get to, and then after that, we will be taking calls. So, all right, everyone, let's get back to Professor Millips. Hi, Professor, are you still there with us? Hello, Professor? Oh, that's right, he must, he must not be back from the bathroom. He said he had to go to the bathroom right before we went to the break, so. Well, okay, everyone, I guess then if you have a question for the Professor, I'll remind you that you can give us a call at 414-5 and we'll see if we can get you in. We got a few callers already on the line waiting patiently, so thanks to them. And stay on because, you know, we're going to get to your calls soon. Oh, oh, is he back? Hello? Hi, Professor. Hello? Professor, are you there? Hello? Oh, hi, Jenny. It's Harry. Oh. Uh, you got any time tomorrow? You could fit me in for an hour or two of horseplay, because I'm really missing you, baby. Uh, I, Professor I miss you Millips? So much. Yeah, baby, it's me. Is it still $50 for the hour? You know, uh, I'm kind of no. feeling like I might want something uh, special, too, so, you know, I know that'll be extra. Professor, no, Professor, this is Sparkling Joe Chamberlain from Category Unknown. We're, you're still on my radio show. Oh. Oh, yeah, of course, Joe. Um... Oh, we're still on the air now. Um, yeah, we're still we still got a little bit more to do. Um, um well, yeah, I, w I was just um, I was just calling my assistant uh, to check on a doctor's appointment that I have for tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. So, sorry about oh, that. I forgot we were still right, on. That's all right, Professor. Don't worry about it. Um, anyway, uh, we were yeah we were talking about the future. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what is there anything else you wanted to ask me about? Uh, yes, sir. You know, there's another topic that I know will be of interest to my listeners, and um, that is about space travel. Cause, oh, you know, okay. When are we regular schlubs like me finally <laughs> going to get to go into dang space? Now, I mean, I know I don't have the good stuff like the guys in that, that book had. No. But when I was a kid... They kept promising me that when I got older, I'd get to go stay, on a ho stay at a hotel on the moon or on Mars. And here it is, 1980, and I still can't do it. Well, that's, that's not as easy of a one to explain. Because okay. space travel is kind of tricky and very expensive. So even when we do get commercial space travel, which I predict will be in the year 1994. Oh, that? Oh. Um, it's okay. still going to mostly just be for the super wealthy. Ain't everything. <laughs> you know, but I'm not I'm not super poor or anything. I'm uh -huh. not super rich either, but I got a little bit of money put away that my dad left me, uh -huh. and I would be willing to put all of it down if I could just go to Mars or something, man. Well, you know, you could just keep that money safe and don't spend it, 
And by 1994, I think you're going to get your wish. All right. Well, I guess we're just going to have to hope that my car doesn't break down or something. I mean, <laughs> it's 12 years old. If, it, if I can make it another 14 years, I'll get my wish to go to Mars. Well, hopefully. Okay. Well, thanks for that. And we, how about we take some callers now? How you feel about that? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, first caller, um, you're on the air with Professor Harry Millips, futurist. And what question do you have for the professor? Hi, Professor Millips. Uh, yes. What uh, What can I do for you? Well, I'm going to be in your area in about two weeks' time. Oh, yeah? I was wondering if I could get that phone number from the Jenny lady that you just called on accident. Tried to call uh, no. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop that because I don't think we can give out a phone number over the over the airwaves. No, I don't want um, to. And I don't think that's something Professor Millips would want to talk about right now. Um, no, I would like to talk about the future Yes. if anyone has questions about yeah, the future. Yeah, so uh, if you have questions about the future, uh, call us, but I hope the rest of the people on the line just have questions <laughs> about the future. Okay, well, let's see. Next caller... What is your question about the future and not about an accidentally dialed phone number? I got a question for that professor. Uh -huh. You were just talking about space travel. Yeah. But what do you say about the aliens? What are they going to do when we're flying around over there all willy-nilly up in the space? Um, I don't know. It's hard to discuss aliens in this context because we've never had alien contact before. What? Uh, what? What, what are you are talking you about, talking Professor? About? There's all kinds of aliens well, I just, all over. I just mean from a scientific point of view, we haven't really had definitive oh. contact with aliens. Oh, yet. come on now, Professor. I think you, oh, anybody you should know I'm that there's lots of science out there about the contact between humans and the various aliens. I've had people on my show that talk about aliens and, and from a very scientific point of view. I just about science. I, I'm sorry. I just, I just, there's no scientific consensus on whether we've contacted aliens, so I can't make a judgment. But I'm not discouraging anyone else from doing science. Okay, all right. Well, I think that's a very even-handed way. I mean, I welcome all viewpoints on this show, and I, I thank you for encouraging my audience to keep up their own personal research. I, I didn't mean to... I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't mean to... Uh, cause a problem That's okay. or strike a nerve with you or your audience. So I apologize. I'm just saying my purview doesn't really include the field of aliens. I'm guessing if we are into space by 94, like I thought, then we might run into some aliens or something, okay? I, I think we probably will, too, because okay. they're all over the place up there. I mean, we, we all know about that on this show. Uh, anyways, uh, let's get to the next caller, and uh, caller, what do you have uh, to ask the professor? Hello, Joe. Yeah, caller, you're on the air. You got a question for the professor? Yeah, professor, uh, yeah. you said before that people will play games on computers. Uh, yeah, yeah, the simu world. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't buy it. What, what is it that you don't buy, caller? This computer nonsense. I don't think a computer could ever replace the wonder and majesty of the human imagination with the yeah. simple tools of a pen 
or pencil, it's a paper and dice. You can create any world you want. I do it all the time with my role-playing games. The, oh, yeah. you mean like uh, Dungeons and Dragons? Like that kind of stuff? No. I, I don't... Who plays that childish nonsense? I'm talking about chivalry and sorcery. Even RuneQuest is better than Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, What's wrong with you? Sorcery? Yeah, it's the best one of all. It's the most accurate. Well, I don't know. Historical. I don't know about that, sir. All I know is I enjoy myself a little Dungeons and Dragons now and then. But you know, I I guess we take your point that the mm-hmm. human imagination is is important and is. But you know, it's also the human imagination that's coming up with all this new technology, isn't it, Professor? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, the technology takes a, takes a lot of imagination to come up with some of this stuff. But you know, I and I don't think your caller has anything to worry about. There's always going to be a place for um, imagination and playing games outside of the computers. But you know, oh, okay, that's good. Not for long though, because of, I eventually it's all just going to be computers. It, but you you just said there's always going to be a place for it. Well, yeah, but only until the computers take over, and then there isn't going to be one. Okay, well that that's kind of opposite always, but all right, all right, let's go on to the next oh. caller then. Um, all right, caller, what kind of question do you have for the professor tonight? I I record your show every week, Joe. Oh. And I think that anyone like me who records the show, yeah, we could just go back and listen to the phone number here he dialed, and then you just oh, pick oh, up your oh, own no. phone and start dialing the numbers until you hit the same sounds as the dial tones Th- that he did, and then they, they just dial the same number, and then you could call Jenny yourself. Oh, uh, no, 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 sir, we don't. please, please don't. I guess, yeah, I guess that's possible, but... Oh, no. We don't, we don't want to harass this poor woman, Jenny. We don't want people calling, especially you people. I don't want you people calling her. Uh, and she's all, she's all the way in South Dakota. You're, what are you going to do? Man, drive, are you that desperate? You're going to drive all the way to South Dakota? All right, well, please don't call. sorry about that, Professor. Please don't call Jenny. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, all right, well, let's. how about this? We'll take one more call, and then we'll let you go for the night, Professor. How's that sound? Okay, that sounds all right. All right, well, okay, caller, last caller of the night, and what do you have to ask the Professor? You you are not the good futurist. You are the Bush League futurist. A small child could see more clearly into the future than oh, you. Okay. You have these crazy ideas about the computer brains and the murder robots that killed the humans in 1997. Are you a crazy person? Yeah. Okay. Hey, 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 all right, calm down. I, I, I'm, I see you take issue with some of my predictions. Yeah, hey, caller, that's all right. You know, you can ask questions and stuff, and you can question his predictions, but just take it easy. Have some respect. Okay? You tell me to have respect. Has this yeah. man ever read the works of the great science fiction author? I, I've I read know. enough. The Philip K. Dick, with the androids dreaming of the sheep, or the Ubik, or the Frank Herbert's Dune. These are the visionaries showing us the future. Will you talk about your computer worlds and your games? Oh, okay. All right, These caller. Are... Well, thanks. thanks for calling in. I think games are fun, and I like Star Wars. But I, I don't know what Ubik is, so uh, just, Professor, you got anything else that you wanted to add before we go and let you go for the night? 
No, I'm okay. Oh, okay. All right, well, thank you, Professor, and um, okay. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. All right, bye. All right, and I guess that does it for another episode. I just wanted to remind my audience, uh, please don't go back into your recordings and reverse engineer that phone number. Even though I know a lot of you out there are probably already doing it. Just, um, all right, well, that'll do it for tonight's episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkle and Joe Chamberlain. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. And until then... Uh, have a good week, everyone. All right. Good night. Well, all right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkle and Joe Chamberlain, from all the way back on January 5th, 1980. That was the first episode broadcast that year of the new decade of the 80s, and I really wanted to hear about the future. And, you know, the couple things that uh, that was Professor um, Harry Millips, and he he made a couple predictions there, one of which is uh let's see what was it he called again the compu info mesh he said, you know sadly that sounded really cool but sadly it hasn't come to pass yet, um I mean I don't know maybe maybe it's, it exists in like a prototype or something because he said we'd have it by 2023 or 2024 but. I, I don't know. I, I don't haven't seen anything like it. And I've been looking all over on the Internet and can't find anything about the CompuInfo mesh, uh, the whole network that covers the globe with wires. So but, you know, he, he was kind of right about that Simu world thing. It's just not called the Simu world because, you know, I got a I got one of those PlayStation 4s because I like video games. And the, it, the graphics on that look so dang realistic um, about as realistic as I could ever imagine, and they also have this thing that you put on your head, and it makes you feel like you're actually in the video game, and they call it a VR. I don't know what that stands for, but I think that's pretty much the same as what he was talking about, that Simu world. Um, but, you know, I guess you can't get them all right. So, anyways... Um, he was actually, and also sadly, right about disco music kind of going down. But, you know, it's kind of had its ups and downs. And when I go to other places in the world, disco music is still really popular. And you know what? There's, it's really popular in the United States still, too. They just don't really call it disco music. But you listen to a lot of this stuff. It's like, that's just a disco song. Uh, whatever your pop star name is. I don't follow pop music today of what's new and hip. Because... As far as I'm concerned, it's never going to be as good as the stuff that was good a long time ago. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a little, little bit about the future and what we thought was going to be the future back when it wasn't the future. Because now we are in the future. Now we've entered the new decade of the 2020s. And I'm wondering, do we call it the 2020s or do you shorten it up to the 2020s or you just say the 20s? Because when I say the 20s, I'm talking about the 1920s. So I don't want to just say the 20s, but 
if you're going to say the 2020s, that's okay. But I think if you're going to say it in a formal situation, like if you're meeting the queen or something, you would have to say the 2020s. <laughs> Could you imagine me meeting the queen? <laughs> I'm like, hey, I saw you on that Netflix show. <laughs> you don't look nothing like you look on right now. All right, everyone, I'm getting a little goofy, uh, so I think I'm just going to end this episode and let you know we're going to have more coming up really soon. I got some more episodes in the pipeline. I got some more other things in the pipeline, too. Also, I hope everyone checked out the, my Christmas time release of another long-lost uh, VHS recording of Dr. Frank and Joe's gruesome picture show featuring the uh, classic science fiction Christmas movie Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Uh, that was, I think, broadcast in 1984, if I remember right, that episode originally, originally was. Um, and I got it from somebody, and my my nephew helped me put it on my computer and put it up on the YouTube. So you can go to YouTube and look up the Sparkle and Joe channel, and you'll see it there, along with the other episode that, it, that we put up there a little while ago. So there's two long-lost episodes of Dr. Frank and Joe's Gruesome Picture Show, the monster movie show that I hosted in the 1980s on WLQL-TV, and hopefully we'll find some more at some point, but who knows. All right, well, I guess that's going to do it for this episode, episode 19 of the podcast. Next episode's the 20th podcast episode, everyone. Uh, so it's going to be exciting, I guess. But uh, I guess until then, this is Sparkle and Joe Chamberlain uh, saying have a have a good uh, whatever time amount of time before the next one comes out. I'll talk to you all later. Category unknown, hosted by Sparkle and Joe Chamberlain. Copyright 2020 by Timmy Craft. Oh, excuse me, your highness. 2020. Thank you for listening. Queen Elizabeth.